This is CliffCentral.com. Well, Rich Mulholland's actually just arrived. Yay. Uh, he, of course, has nothing to do with our last story. No, no, no. But he is here to give us our do- a dose of reality check, you know. We seem to have lost. Oh, there he is. Now, Rich has been all over the place. Rich, you can just throw that jersey on the couch there. Sorry. I wasn't expecting you after this time. Now, Rich has been jet-setting as always. Uh, I think Thailand was the last place you went to? Uh, I think, yeah, Thailand and Texas since I saw you. I'm not sure. Thailand and Texas. So, uh, Rich, we're just talking about 3D printing penises because the whole thing of, like, uh, it starts off with you need it. That's why the implant... the the donor penis was arrived, but now you crave it, so therefore mm-hmm. it's cosmetic now. So, I mean, Rich, if you could upgrade your penis in the same way that women upgrade their boobs, is the question that we're asking. It's a, it's a fantastic question. <laughs> so I guess that it should never be up to me. I think you should ask Jazz, right? And it should She's be her. Spousal consent. Uh, yeah, like, it, well, it's not even, it's like, I will give her consent to upgrade my penis, uh, if she so desires, you know? Imagine you come home and there's this, like, catalog on the, on the kitchen table. Yes, oh, what's that? Oh, it's a penis upgrade. <laughs> it's just shopping around for you. You know, the anniversary gift last year was, like, <laughs> yeah, the flowers are wonderful. What I'd really like, you know, the real way to a woman's heart is an extra inch. Maybe next florist could deliver them you know i checked you got lots of socks here's a new cock yeah <laughs> i mean right, what's, what's what's been happening well i mean nothing i'm going to say is even vaguely as interesting now is uh, 3d printed dicks uh, i mean i don't know if we should be back there <laughs> uh, not too much i mean as i said uh, traveling a wee bit at the moment trying to get back into the swing of things and stuff and um i want i want ah, this is going to start sounding like a bit of a rant but it's actually meant to be more of a cautionary aside yes. uh, and perhaps maybe a bit of a call to action uh, to those brave enough but it's going to start off with uh, apple fanboys Okay. okay, so the story's okay. going, going faces yeah, yeah, go. the, the two of you there with your bloody max okay so <laughs> here's the thing uh about two years before I started uh, Missing Links, so about 21 years ago, that's when I was 20, I bought a, a Newton, uh, the, I think it was like the Newton 100 or 200 or whatever, then I got a Newton 2K, then I got an Apple Mac 180C, and this was all before I started my business, and for years and years and years I've been an Apple user, I had every, okay. every iteration of an iPhone I've had pretty much everything, uh, and now I'm sitting here with an Android device and a PC. And last year at Christmas time, I finally uh, made the leap and I'd, I'd had enough and I moved over to Windows. And why I'm bringing this up now is people, people started giving me crap about it. Oh, yeah. How dare you? Like, how, how could you do this? And, and now here's the thing. I can totally get if you like vanilla ice cream, why, you know, you might think somebody liking strawberry ice cream is not, is not as nice. But at some point, there's a little bit of an opinion. There's a little bit of a, well, clearly I did it because I felt that this was better for me. What amazes me is people's argument that it's a better machine. It is, there's no argument right now. If I brought out my uh, Surface Pro 4 and I put it next to either of your Macs, including the best spec Mac, and, and the reason I know this is I bought myself the latest MacBook. Mm-hmm. I had it for two weeks. I thought, this is a piece of crap. Like, mm-hmm. I actually can't use this. Apple have finally forced me that the best machine they have is now no longer good. I have to move away. And... um uh, there's no there's no argument for the 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 idea that that the Surface Pro 4 is a more superior machine. Like the but I'm totally happy to agree that it might just not be best for you. You prefer the operating system, all those things. Yeah. But it amazes me how people are totally willing to be completely uh, narrow-minded 
about their technology choices. They're very, very happy for one very small group of people in Cupertino to make their technology decisions for them, to tell them which watch they should use, which phone they should buy, which feature they should be excited about, which feature they shouldn't be excited about. One day they're being told, uh, anybody who has a stylus is an idiot. Why would you use a stylus when you've got a finger? The next day they're launching a pen. Then they're saying to you guys, can you believe it? We've got MagSafe ports on our laptops. You know those handy ports that you've both got there that if you trip over your cable... You know, they've removed those now. Mm. Yeah, so they're all excited. Guys, MagSafe, this is it. They're now gone. On the newer MacBooks, they don't have those anymore. So now you can kick your MacBook off off a table again. Uh, <laughs> and now they're telling you uh, things. Like, so, I mean, how familiar are you with the new MacBook? Well, I'm not. No. And as you were speaking, I was thinking to myself, I reckon that most people actually know very little when it comes to the actual technology of the gadgets that they use. And I think most people just kind of follow trends. And if the trend is Mac, then they want to be seen using that gadget. And that's the thing. And I guess that's where the point is that uh, this I don't mind that you use Mac at all. I know they're amazing machines and there's many features about the Mac. Uh, for me, most specifically is Keynote as a speaker. I became so invested in that that I really miss. But for the most part, all my buttons work the same way. I hit Alt-Tab, these things happen. I slide up to the top corner, Expose happens. Everything looks like it works the same way as a Windows machine. And it turns out all the software you use, you that Chrome browser you use, that's Google. Yeah. And Gmail, that app you use for your mail, that's Google. And Dropbox and all of those things. It actually turns out that you, you, I, I realized that I thought my whole world was Apple. Like I thought, no, this is my world is Apple. Then I realized, no, actually, my world is Google. And for the mo- for most of us, most of the key apps you use are actually based in Google to some degree, and almost everything you use is cloud based nowadays. Yep. Uh, so, so it's actually a very easy switch. It took me about an hour to get uh, everything back up and running, so that I was using a PC full time from a Mac after twenty years. But the new the new Mac just give you a bit of a reason why I switched. Um, it has one port, you know that. So there's one port which is USB-C, which is a new form of USB, which is very thin and is supposed to charge really, really quickly and things like this. And that's the only port on the device. So if you want to plug something in, if, if I give you uh, something on a USB stick, what you have to do is unplug your USB-C cable, plug in an adapter that has a USB port on it, plug the, the adapter for your USB-C into that adapter if you want to carry on charging, and then, then you plug my USB stick into your adapter. Okay, they've just, they've just made more work for me, though, as so, a consumer. Yes. So what they've done is in, in order to try and make the machine thinner, the device itself, they've made your carry larger. So the amount of things you have to carry. One of the things that bothered me when I travel, and, and you guys know I travel a fair amount, I try not to take a um, bunch of chargers with me. So what I like to do is take my Mac, my Mac charger, and then just plug my phone into the side of the Mac, and that's how it charges at night. Right. You can't do that. Well, you can. So here's the thing. So I buy the adapter that lets me do it. Turns out the power throughput from the cable, the USB-C cable, to the device is not the same. So I woke up in the morning with a fully charged phone and a fully depleted Mac, even though both of them were charged, were fully charged. Mm. Anyway, so there's a whole bunch of these things. And so there's not even a, like an auxiliary cable. There's not a single port. The only port on the entire computer is the one that you plug in your power to. Exactly. So I couldn't, I couldn't even play an angry mob through. Yeah. <laughs> you got a dog. Angry dog go. as well. <laughs> I couldn't even play that in the new one. Now, what I don't understand, though, is that in spite of these things, no one's pissed off because it's Apple, because they're totally happy. They're yeah. basically like CrossFit vegan Africa burners, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm sorry. They're, they're totally okay. <laughs> they're to, loyal to the brand. 
Okay, but we should never be. This is a problem. Yes. We shouldn't be loyal to a brand. Yeah, but we should be loyal to ourselves. Yeah, and I told you. I mean, Apple's done nothing for you, and I think we can safely say. And I don't mean this cynically because <laughs> I think everyone's as bad. Apple is trying to screw you for every last cent. By the way, that new machine is now thirty thousand rand. <laughs> you make <MacBook. laughs> You're not paying thirty no. grand for a MacBook. One no. of the biggest problems, in fact, Apple uses face in justification, is that that machine. Uh, there's cheaper, better machines in the Apple's own stable. So, so like, how do you come to terms with that? Like, but their older legacy machines are both cheaper and better. Mm-hmm. I mean, and this is not an opinion. This is a, a widely, uh, if you look at any review site, this is a widely stated fact that, that your app, they're now making and people are buying them. The Apple comes out with a watch. Everyone, I had a, a third generation Android watch, uh, LG, uh, gear watch, which was the G watch R, which is beautiful. If you look at it, and everyone said to me, Oh, there's no use for that. There's no use for that. And the very same people that said there's no use for that now have an Apple watch that does significantly less than uh, a third generation. Cause when like a first generation Apple watch does significantly less than a third generation Android watch did. Anyway, here's the thing. I mean, there's so much more. Oh, the other thing uh, that everyone talks about Steve uh, Jobs being a hero. Steve Jobs is a dick. I mean, let's just be honest. He's an absolute ass. If you look at me for years, I wrote a post in Destiny Man three years ago about Steve Jobs. And uh, he really, really wasn't a nice guy. Like when he died, I was like, yeah, well, you know, at least he can stop doing harm now. This was a guy that literally... (laughs) Doing harm. If you look at Apple's software, if you look at all those nice little things that you have in your computer, all those nice little features like expose, like spaces, like when you hit alt tab, alt tab, that little thing that happens when you hit alt tab, that was a program called light switch X. Uh, spaces was smooth. Sorry. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. Turn that Apple off. I can't deal with you this morning. Wow. This is fantastic. Oh. <laughs> My Apple was shouting at you. <laughs> yeah, we're having a, the robo- robots are, are are rising, but um, yeah, there's these things. Basically, they stole them from their developers. Aha! Uh-huh. I've heard this one but, before. Yeah, yeah there's this. no, there's no doubt. I had all of those software, all that software, and so what happens is Apple created this Apple Store, and the idea was they would let you. Put your software and distribute it on your Mac using your Apple Store. Then what they were able to do is use the analytics they gained from the Apple Store to work out what features people were willing to pay for. And then they built them into the operating system. Now, just about everybody else, just about every major tech company, you hear things like um, so-and-so acquired the, this company and then brought it in. You know, Facebook acquired WhatsApp and Instagram. Apple doesn't bother doing that. They just remake it. They reverse engineer the software, put it on their system, and fuck the the, the developer. Rich, this is very controversial stuff that you're claiming against no. like the Apple Emirati. But what, it's what? actually not Illuminati. controversial. It's just what it is. I mean, there's no <laughs> there's no controversy here. This is just absolutely what they do. We can show you. You can go through the software. Anyway, here's the thing, and here's the reason um, that I that I worry. People need to understand that I'm not on this crusade to be anti-Apple. In fact, I'm quite excited. That even though I've just bought this brand new phone, I'm quite excited about that new smaller form factor iPhone. And if I do decide that I, I like it better, I will absolutely make the jump back there. Hmm. What I'm trying to do and what I'm trying to suggest is that people should be agnostic. People should get themselves to a state when they let no one technology company completely own their decisions, where if you realize, if you look and say, wow, I really wish I had that device, if it feels like too much of an effort for you to move, then you're falling into the trap. Things like iTunes. iTunes is horrifically bad software. Terrible. Yeah. That is simply designed to lock your music choices in to the point that even being Android for ages, um, I still had the Apple Music 
software loaded because it linked back to my playlists. Now yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm in the process of getting those out again. And, and then I can choose to move to maybe Google Music or Spotify or things like this. But that's what people need to do. If you, it's not, I'm not saying that you shouldn't defend your choices. And if you want to use an Apple product, you absolutely should. I think you need to realize, though, that it's simply a preference. It's not better or worse. It's just different. And uh, we should stop getting into some form of elitism. If you think you're cool for using an Apple device now, you're wrong. You go to any coffee shop. You're no longer the outlier. You're no longer the 1%. Every single asshole in Seattle <laughs> coffee is using a Mac. When I pull out my Surface Pro 4, I'm definitely the one that gets the more looks. <laughs> uh, Surface Pro 4, incidentally, which is a fully functional 100% PC with a tablet functionality touch screen has USB ports my device has a USB port in the plug box so I can actually charge um my phone directly from the unit. It's got a built-in phone charger in the in the box that you plug your machine in for. Well that's just that's just helpful. It's rad. Anyway, it's a cool machine, but I'm really enjoying it until I'm not. But if Apple comes out with something better, I want to be able to go there. And, and this is what I want to suggest people do is take a long, hard ask and look at the technology you're using and ask yourself if you're agnostic. Ask yourself if something better comes out today. Can you change tomorrow? And if you can't, I think that's worthwhile looking into. The truth is it probably took me about a year to get to the point that the, the, the transition was easy, but I realized it was something well worthwhile doing. Because I want, I want to have a hunt for using the best available to me at any given time, not the best available to me given the constraints of the, of the ecosystem I'm in. So true. Because where we are right now, there is just so much available to us. Hence, your reasoning is is spot on. Like I love Apple because of simplicity. I just like how it works. Right. This weekend, I went away to, uh, with the Sony Xperia team, and I just discovered their new products. I don't know too much about their phones before, but the stuff they are doing. And the little add-ons that they're creating. It's amazing. I'm not going to deny myself that. I love my phone, but that stuff's really good. But that's the thing. So we all love stuff. Like the one thing I love, I've got in this new Huawei, I've got um, the slow-mo function. And I still don't think it's nearly as good as Apple's Mm slow-mo. And it bothers me. And then I weigh up and I think, well... How how badly do I want it? And at the moment, I don't want it enough. I, it really bothers me that Apple's interface hasn't evolved at all since Generation 1. I mean, the best you've got is a folder. If you look at my phone here, guys, and this is definitely not for radio, the idea that I can fully customize, if I tap that, it goes to an app. But if I swipe it, it goes to a folder with other apps that are similar, that I can completely make this look and feel how I want it. Every Every gesture has been pre-set up based on on how I want my phone to work. That's something you can't do with Apple. And that's of a lot of appeal to me. However, the day somebody comes with something better, I want to be able to change. Sure. And that's why I said to you, it started off as a bit of a rant. And the rant is that you're not superior. You've just made a decision. So mm-hmm. you've made a decision to use Apple, and I, I totally support you in that decision. However, we're not getting to say that you're right. What is that guy ranting about, Rich? Uh, Roman is saying, try pull out a Windows laptop at Cliff Central. Everyone has a Mac. They point and stare. <laughs> But exactly, and that's what I would far rather be. <laughs> to Roman's point, this is my issue. What would you rather be? Would you rather be like everybody, or would you rather be somebody that people point and stare at? Would you rather be an outlier? Would you rather be going there? Everybody here has taken the path of least resistance. You've taken the cool machine, that you drink, drunk the Kool-Aid, and you've got it. I'm not saying this in a, in a bad way, but I'm saying it used to be when I pulled out my Mac in meetings way back when, it used to be that people were like, oh, wow, that's amazing. What is it? And they'd never seen one before. Now everybody has one. And um, 
And I think for me now that I pull out a Surface Pro 4, if I'm on an airplane, I pull out my Surface Pro 4, because of how different it looks and how it works and everything, people will immediately say to me, geez, what is that machine? That is unbelievable. It's so sexy. It looks nicer. The Surface Book, uh, which I've also got, is unbelievable. That's the kind of the newer one. I'm, I'm trying to decide which one I want to keep as my day-to-day. Uh, it's a fully hinged laptop like yours but you push a button here and your screen comes off and you can use it as a tablet it's got double batteries i think it's got a 15 hour battery it's just a really amazing bit of tech but i'd rather be the outlier yeah i'm i reckon it also has to do with laziness some people you know i think some of us are just lazy and you think oh but i've been using this brand for five years like now why must i now go out and do research and try and find something new i think that also plays into the decision making process but also, and I think this is a very, I mean, that's a very good, good point. It's also not just about the lazy, it's not about laziness, it's about give a shitness. Like if you're happy with what you've got and, and you don't center yourself around technology, if that's not a huge thing for you, something you use, then why bother leaving? You know, if you're totally happy with this thing until you cease to be happy. And I, I think that's what happened to me. A few years ago, I ceased to be happy. I started, I started feeling disappointed with how Apple worked as a company. I mean, again, back to this argument about Steve Jobs and Bill Gates. One will be forgotten by history as, I mean, maybe not remembered as a guy who turned Apple around and these things. The other is the greatest philanthropist we have ever seen. Bill Gates has done more good than any other human being in terms of uh, what he's given back. And yes, you could argue it's just financially, but it's just financially. That's even what more needs. than Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, exactly. I mean, heaven, heaven Leonardo DiCaprio can't even lie about what he's done and then beat Bill Gates. Yeah, yeah. That's how far behind he is. And so, so, like, there's no argument that Bill Gates has done amazing things. The other thing is that, um, you know, when Apple was originally cool, it was because they had 2 or 3% market share. I mean, the reason Apple didn't have viruses, and now it does, by the way. That's no longer an argument. Okay, cool. Cindy, there's your point. I was going to bring it up because I also thought that, but I was getting a virus message the other day. Yeah, yeah. Apple now has viruses. Okay, so so it does. And the reason it didn't have viruses before wasn't because Apple was that good. It was you were safe by obscurity. And you can actually Google this. This is a real thing. The reason Apple didn't have viruses, because why would you make a virus for only 2% of the ecosystem? What you want to make is for 97%. So when 97% of the world were using PCs, it's far more of a kick for young hackers to create these uh, viruses for them. So um, anyway, closing words. Absolutely, I'm not saying the PC is better. I'm saying that this one current machine happens to be better than Apple's latest machine, and that simply is a guy who's used both. Uh, I still understand other people's preference to other devices, and I don't think anyone can ever say that. No one is right or wrong in the technology they use. However, it is very, very worthwhile noting uh, that uh, you should not be locked in. Do not let your technology operating system and a brand – it's not a brand you're buying into. It is – it is technology that's there as a tool. Don't let a brand get in the way of you having the best tool that you can use day to day. And also, it's it's important to remember that the brand does not care about you at all. Absolutely. And that's okay too, right? They're <laughs> yeah. not supposed to care about you. Yeah. So we started the conversation talking about getting a better tool, and now we're finishing about using the best one. There we go. Which <laughs> always circle, great, well always great having you here. Gareth's away, uh, so next Monday he won't be here either. But it's always great having you back. Awesome, guys. See you next week. All right. Nice one. Thanks, Rich. This is CliffCentral.com.